Welcome to Everything Life Coaching. I'm John Kim. And I'm Noelle Cordeaux. We are the founders of Journey Coaching. We're super passionate about all things coaching and want to share what we've learned from over a decade of coaching and training over a thousand life coaches. Dive deep into a more meaningful career, find freedom, and make an impact on the world around you. Hey guys, on today's episode, we are going to talk about a classic. This is under the umbrella of positive psychology, and that is appreciative inquiry. Noel, good morning. Good morning. Would you say this is one of the legs, if there was four with positive psychology? I hear this concept a lot, but I don't know how important it is when it comes to positive psychology. Oh, it's, it's well, it, you know, so appreciative inquiry is a framework. Um, and it's a framework that is based on the outcomes of positive psychology. One of the reasons that you've probably heard about it a lot it is, is the coaching framework for change that we favor at Journey yeah. um, because it expresses all of the outcomes that have been empirically validated through positive psychology and um you know, the world is changing in a lot of different ways, but appreciative inquiry is one of the earlier um, change theories for individuals and organizations that was um, several years ago just considered truly radical um, mm. through its strengths-based approach. And it's beautiful. It's lovely. It's fun. It feels good. And I get really excited talking about it just because um, it is such a heart-opening way of approaching the world. Yeah. So what exactly is appreciative inquiry? If you were to bring it to street level, what would it be? So appreciative inquiry is a framework. And a framework is, um, you know, a process, how to move from point A to point B. And this particular process trains folks out of our natural inclination to look at things that are negative, to fix mm -hmm. things that are broken and to point right. out problems. And it turns it upside down and creates a commitment to look for the best in people, uh, their organizations and for the world around us. This is, um, I mean, this, if everyone was really good at this, it would change the world. It literally changed the world because uh, most of us, we don't, we, we don't scan for, um, good, we scan for bad, obviously, because we're trying to protect ourselves and because of threat. And so um, to see good in people, to give people the benefit of the doubt, to, to, to really feed the positive is, I mean, that takes a lot of effort. It does take a lot of effort. And, and that's why this process is so effective, because it's simple, it's mm -hmm. accessible. Um, you're simply asking a, a different set of questions in a four-point process to move someone to a different understanding and a different emotional embodiment of, you know, whatever topic is at hand. So I uh, witness you uh, practicing appreciative inquiry, um, you know, uh, in journey with, yes. with, the, with the whole team and kind of your approach to the company is, um, you know, a commitment to look for the best in people. Yes. And it's, it's not only, looking at the best in people. That's one aspect of it to be sure. But it's also looking at what is working, what is working right. well in any given human system. And let's lean in, reflect and amplify the things that are working well um, versus 
pointing out the things that aren't working. Because from a functional perspective, really, what does that do except tell you you have a problem? It reminds me of um, the growth mindset instead of a fixed mindset. Yes. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And and this whole enchilada represents a paradigm shift um, that needs to take place and, and happily is taking place in the world of work and community development and sustainable development globally because it adopts a strengths-based change approach as opposed to a deficit-based change approach. Mm. You just made me really hungry when you said enchilada. (laughs) Okay. Well, let's talk about breakfast burritos. So, you know, in the breakfast burrito world, this paradigm shift is, um, is looking at, okay, traditional psychology that says, Hey, what's wrong with you versus the, um, uh, the expansive growth of positive psychology and coaching, which focuses on saying, Hey, what's right with you. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you were to, if you were to dream up how we, how we do this, where would you start? Well, first, I know that it's a practice, right? So first, mm-hmm. I know that it's not, um, you know, uh, and like anything, it's not something you just do once. Uh, you really have to practice it. It's a, it's kind of a craft. Uh, you got to pedal the bike. Um, yeah, so that's, that's one thing I know. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. And there's another aspect of it that I think you're really going to love. Um, and it's something that we talk about often and implicit in appreciative inquiry. Yes, we're asking questions. Yes, we're asking specific sets of questions. But what we're doing with those question prompts is we're enabling a process of sharing positive stories. Mm. So highlighting um, things that have happened that your client may not even be aware of or needs to be reminded to prove to them that good things are possible and things are happening. Yes. And this is so effective with teams because when you go into work situations, you know, work is drudgery, right? We're all trucking into the office day after day. But when you actually sit down with a team and you allow that group of people to reflect on their past and present capabilities, their achievements, their unrealized potentials, their shared values, motivations, hopes, dreams, traditions even, Um, what happens is that people begin to listen to each other. They feel good. They feel seen. They feel heard. They feel inspired. They share information. This generates not only deepening storytellings, but meaningful discussions. And then ultimately together, you watch people produce new knowledge in concert. Yeah. You know, I I have firsthand experience um, because I've had uh, toxic jobs and and uh, I've worked in places where um, it was run by an, an iron fist and everyone was uh, um, afraid, right? So it just felt like the death star and, and the boss was Darth Vader. And um, and then, of course, working with you all these years, the, the space that you create is very different. And I've learned that um, by applying, you know, appreciative inquiry, by feeding on the gifts and the positive and, and really bringing that to the surface instead of, you know, blaming and, and shaming people for what they can't do. Um, man, that changes the entire um, workspace. And what it does is it's like putting a water and sun on, on, on flowers. Like it actually creates people, it, it allows people to bloom. Yes. 
You're absolutely right. And it sounds a lot like magic beans and, you know, bringing it down to, to the reality level, um, you know, when you're managing people and you're managing teams and organizations, part of letting people do what they're good at and allowing them to grow into the best versions of themselves yeah. also involves, you know, letting people lovingly move on when they outgrow their role, their job. And if there's room in the org for that, great. If there's not, um, that's also, you know, part of it. So as we're using this appreciative inquiry approach, it's not always rainbows and unicorns. There is absolutely a point at which um, these concepts interface with reality. And right. we need to have hard conversations about functionality. Um, when we look at what's going well, um, you know, the counter to that is what do we need to let go of? Yeah. I mean, of course, there has to be structure. There has to be uh, accountability. I mean, you're not just creating a playground and allowing people to just, you know, go crazy. So, yeah, of course, uh, I think there's, a, there's, a, there's this kind of uh, balance to it. And, and the really the beautiful part of it, I think, which, you know, ultimately serves everyone is um, gaining um, familiarity and acceptance that change is constant. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the four uh, key stages. Yeah, yep. yeah. So there it's a four dimensional process. And, um, and, you know, the pro tip here is that we need to think about appreciative inquiry. It's it's a dreamy space. It's a heady space. And the focus is on imagination and dreaming about the future rather than concrete intervention. This is not um, a five-step coaching process. This is not the hallway conversation. Where do you want to be? Um, what's getting in the way? And action steps. This is a, a really heady storytelling um, space that is designed to uncover what's going well in the relationship, enhance mood, enhance feelings, and enhance cohesiveness. This is my jam. I've been dreaming and visualizing and fantasizing since uh, I was, you know, 10 years old, staring out the window of biology class, wondering <laughs> all the possibilities that could happen in life. Uh, yes, I, I, I agree agree um and to a large extent you know i do that as well um which is probably why we've been really successful at working with each other over the years that we you know even though it scares me a little bit more than you we're both able to embrace the well what if you know what could we or you know well this goes this way okay cool yeah yeah, I mean, but you open books. I actually just sit on, sit on them. <laughs> yeah, well, I stare out the window. Everybody needs their chocolate to their peanut butter. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's play around with this. Um, let's let's walk through the the four steps. And John, we can do this together as a team with our relationship, or you can let me coach you on um, a relationship or a team that exists outside of me in your professional life. Which one do you want to do? Cool. Um, I'll let you coach me. Okay, so think about an important uh, relationship or team that you work with in your professional life. Yep, got it. You got it? Uh, yeah, team. Um, so team, what is that team? Um, it's the lab, the team I just recently created in the lab, yeah. I was hoping you were going to go with that one. Cool. All mm. right, so describe the current state of this relationship how so for those of you who are listening um john runs uh tat lab and 
there are uh, lots of really incredible instructors who come into this virtual space and run classes on wide-ranging topics for personal development. Did I get yeah. that right? Yes, and lots of uh, journey coaches, you know, yeah. with uh, people I've, I've established relationships along the way. So, yeah. Yep. Journey coaches are awesome. Um, so let's talk about step one is describe the current state of your relationship with the team um, and how you feel about yeah. all of these humans. Um, what comes to mind is uh, intimate, um, garage band, um, you know, us playing in the sandbox, uh, recess. I feel like I feel like the lab is recess, like we're just going out to play. So it's kind of at that early stages, having a really great time and connecting with people. I'm jealous <laughs> that <laughs> I missed that early stage, right? <laughs> uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So um, step one, you know, was just the identification part and the current state of this relationship. So we know it's going to change. We yeah. know that, you know, this is in the early stage and we're not always going to be at recess. It's, it's going to get real at some point. So right. before we move into thinking about the future, what we first need to do is um, really celebrating where we where we're at and and the value of this relationship at each time because each person makes meaningful contributions to this collective work and that needs to be celebrated or acknowledged so, so wait real quick i love that you said that because my initial step would be not celebration but to judge and say oh we're we need to grow up you know, the bell needs to ring. We need to get back to class like all of the shoulds. Um, so I love that you threw in there is a, the, a step of first celebrating, you know, to be present, to acknowledge and have fun. Um, but at the same time, knowing that, it, you know, you, you do have to grow up and there's going to be, you know, a, a growth process. But um, yeah, a great reminder to celebrate. Oh, so this is fucking rich. I'm so glad you said that. Okay. So everybody at home, here we have John's negativity bias showing up to the coaching conversation and tap right. dancing around with jazz hands, right? Um, so coaching John, why in all hell does growing up have to be not fun? Yeah, well, because I have a, a, a an idea what growing up looks like, and it's <laughs> and it's it's not fun. It's responsibility. It's a shitload of meetings. It's you know all of the the grind. You know. So can we accept at baseline that it doesn't have to be that way? Yeah, I mean that's the one. That's the thing that blows my mind. Is like, oh, it doesn't have to grow. Like, what does growing up look like? And it doesn't have to be what you are uh, imagining. Yeah. A hundred percent. And so as we're pulling you into the, the feeling of appreciative inquiry, you know, this is where we're going. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't have to be suffering. Right. It, it, we can, we can, we can build this foundation of celebration. And if that's the foundation of the house, let's build the walls in celebration, you know, mm -hmm. let's build the scaffolding in celebration. Let's just keep that energy flowing because it's vital and valuable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So think about a moment that you've had with this team recently that is worth celebrating. Um, we have these, uh, um, monthly meetings and, uh, they've become less about business and more about, um, creating a space where we're just following each other's journeys. And, um, 
they're they're always meaningful. So that that's that's what comes to mind when I think about celebration. Awesome. Yeah. So what um qualities did you bring to the t- table? In those- um I'm the connector. Um I'm the person that, uh, you know, connector, sharing stories, uh, doing life together, that all of that is what, what I try to bring to the table. Awesome. So what qualities did your team members bring to the table? Uh, vulnerability, transparency, trust, um, a willingness, open mind, s- support, encouragement. Okay. Awesome. And so now we're starting to generate this working list of of strengths Mm -hmm. that if we're, if we were going to write these on a chalkboard and, you know, say, all right, I want everybody in the team to look at this and know this is who you are. Mm -hmm. This is who we are collectively. Um, So now we're going to move into um, the acknowledgement that maintaining these strengths for and with each other, this is a collaborative effort. So it's going to take maintenance. It's going to need to continue. So as you're thinking about yourself, you said you're the connector here. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you value the most about yourself that contributes to that strength? Um, doing life with these people uh, instead of telling them to do tasks, like actually engagement, um, you know, uh, leading by uh, example kind of thing. Awesome. Yeah. And then what do you value the most about your team in co-creating and maintaining this relationship? Um, how organic the, 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 the meeting was and how, um, you know, I know I've known them and, uh, you know, some are new and some are uh, 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 friends. So um, what do I value? I value uh, our, our relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So the relationship itself is actually an entity that gives life to this collective work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that, so if, if I were coaching you uh, all as a team, um, we might say, okay, um, does everyone agree that the relationships with and for each other need to be protected? Yes. Yes, for sure. As, as we roll with this. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, and then, so everybody would then have that to refer back to as time goes on of, you know, if there is a conflict, which inevitably, you know, humans have conflicts, yeah, it can be used to center back and say, hey, even though there's this conflict here, remember, we all made the commitment to each other to center our relationship. So what do we need to do to make sure that as we work through this conflict, the relationship is being protected? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, how does it make you feel for me to kind of lay that out on the table? It's great. It kind of reminds me um, of, uh, you know, the, the, the foundational stuff, the soil, the core, um, you know, as, as you build teams and, and things grow and there's distractions and stuff uh, and it could easily uh, get sidetracked and, 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 and the, uh, the spirit of the team. Um, or group can can start to fade. So it reminds me to to kind of come back to what it's about. Yes. And the beauty of this process, the beauty of this framework is it's four points. And you can sit everybody down and run these four points um, 
you know, whenever you like, as I was, as I was preparing for today, I was thinking, oh, I'm totally going to do this with our team at journey. Like we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're going to run this at some point this week, because it's so important to remember, right. um, why we did the damn thing in the first place. Yeah. 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 So now we're moving into the really cool territory and this is step three, which is dreaming. So right. it's important to note that when you're working with clients, um, everybody's going to need to, to spend uh, more time than others in different areas. So, you know, if you have a team that is new or you have a team that's kind of gotten to a sour point because they've been together forever, you might need to spend more time in the discover phase of really drilling down on, you know, the why and the strengths in all the relationship. If you have a team that um, is just starting out, um, they might need to spend more time in the dream phase because this is all about thinking and visualizing an ideal future. Right. Um, and, and it's not the action steps of the ideal future. It's the feeling of the ideal future. So it's super important to differentiate between the two. Mm-hmm. So here are some questions that can get you moving in this direction. Um, so for you, John, as the leader, what would you like to see more of in your relationship with your team members that would create a greater feeling of harmony and peace? Um, having fun while we work. Uh, courage to um, be weird and, and work outside of the box, um, and 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 just continuing to be uh, transparent and, and vulnerable, using the team to just generally um, be better people and grow in life. Yeah. So now turning the dial a little bit towards yourself, uh, what words would you like your team members to use to describe you? That would make you feel proud. Oh man, um, uh, uh, trust, um, fun, crazy in a good way. Um, you know this this whole thing, um, um, building the bus while you're driving it. That that term really resonates with me. Uh, yeah, hel- helping people uh, uh, can be fun. Awesome. Yeah. So you may have kind of given a lead in to this next question, but I'd like you to drill down a little bit further with it. Um, If we're really thinking about, you know, these humans that you love who are on your team that you're building the bus with, what hopes and dreams do you have for these relationships? I want to help them accomplish their goals. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, But, but also um, um, designing a, meaningful and uh, non-suffering life while doing it, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's beautiful. How do you think that your team would feel to hear this from you? Oh, I mean, hopefully it would uh, reassure them that they're, you know, in in the right place and to to keep um, swimming with the team because that's everyone's goal. Yeah. Well, luckily, uh, you have this podcast recording that you can play. So, yes. you know, so now we're going to bring it home. And, and, you know, I can't stress enough, depending on the group or the individual that you're working with, you match the pace learner. So if somebody really needs to stay in the dream phase for a while, let them. Um, and the design phase, which is step four, this takes a long time. The design phase needs a lot of 
of different um, aspects of consideration. So we're talking here about moving out of the squishy dreamlike phase into bringing it to interface with reality and forming concrete steps. So it's, it's half reality um, and then, you know, half let's jump this thing with emotions. So what concrete steps can you take as an individual to help you, John, realize your own hopes and dreams? Oh man, what concrete, uh, going back to, uh, the, uh, this idea of creating that, that, uh, safe space where they're able to play, uh, supporting and championing, um, their unique individual stories and goals, you know, which, which I, I may even disagree with, but they're not my goals, they're theirs and allowing them to swim as, as you've allowed me to swim, you know, and, uh, me experiencing that and, and how, that's really changed my life. I want to give back to other uh, coaches coming up, um, you know, to give them that because I've also experienced the other side, which is burnout and, you know, all of that stuff with that comes with this. Yeah, absolutely. So if, if I were working with John and this team, I would be spending a lot more time here. And the direction that I would take it is, is to be like, all right, John, you have some firsthand knowledge here. Let's make a list of everything that once contributed to your own burnout. Mm -hmm. Let's make a list of everything that gave you life. Mm -hmm. And then you have your very own playbook on how to do it with other people. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, then you would do the same thing with a group. What can we do together to realize our hopes and dreams? And then, you know, here's where you really bring it home. And this is where we tie in future visioning, which is so important for coaching. So one of the things that I want to note here is we didn't do, um, you know, a lot of the full future vision at the beginning. We didn't start out with like, let's crystallize this. We were really looking at what's working, you know, what are our hopes and dreams? How do we want to feel? And so now we're going to look at where the reality comes in of looking back over your life 10 years from now, um, what specific actions and behaviors, if you are successful as this kind of leader, what would give you the greatest sense of pride, meeting, and fulfillment? What actions and behaviors that you, John, engage in? Will you be like, damn, I did that right? Mm, so it's not a feeling, it's um, actions it's, and behaviors that I'm doing? Yeah. I would say um, observing because it's kind of take a, taking a life of its own. I don't know if that's a cop-out answer. Um, you know, it's almost like letting go of something. It's almost like the parent um, um, watching their, their kid go to college and, and, and giving that kid space and um, life. And so like, if that, that was the lab, if that was a, a, a kid, like actually um, stepping away from it and watching it, watching it live and breathe. No. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And, and, you know, so validating you, like, that's empowerment. Um, that's empowering others that is moving away from business as usual, where the person who's in charge has to be prescriptive, has to get in there and do everything. This is creating, this is the soil that we use to create self-managing teams. Um, 
And, you know, I don't get it right all the time, but I strive for very much the same way of being. Um, And, you know, part of it from my own experience is knowing (laughs) that you're always going to be surprised Mm -hmm. and looking at it and saying, "Whoo, there's a surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. Let's, let's look at what happened. Um, and, and that's, uh, you know, I, I think you're, I think you're on the right track in preparing yourself for this. Yeah. I love running with a kite hoping that one day I could let it go and it'll kind of fly on. So, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. not, not just with this, but just in general, uh, I think that's, that's, it's one of the things about life that makes it so beautiful and rewarding. Yeah. So how was this for you? It was great. It was a, a good reminder. I mean, even just talking about it out loud um, was very helpful in that um, it kind of gives you um, a path, you know, so you're not just running around with the head chopped off. Uh, you, you have a, uh, some direction, some of it's affirming, some of it may need adjustment, but um, yeah, it's a good, like, uh, uh, I guess a reboot, if you will. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And now I wonder um, about your heart center um, and your relationship to this work. Have you shift? What are you experiencing now that you weren't experiencing before we did this exercise? Um, affirmation, calm. Awesome. Feeling good, yeah. Centered. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. I'm feeling um and, and this is characteristic of me, but like exploding love. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I'm feeling exploding love for this process, the work, um, the work that you're doing with others, and just like pride, you know, like hell yeah, take this shit forward. So uh, thank you for that so much. I really, I really appreciate that. Um, and I actually feel that exact same thing when I see um, a journey coach or a friend or someone that, um, you know, just a year or two ago, I was so afraid and now they got like their first client or they made their first, you know, audio course or they're active on Instagram, whatever it is, when they are now swimming toward their true north, um, I feel that that heart explosion, you know beautiful yeah beautiful well everyone this was appreciative inquiry um john thank you for being the guinea pig yeah you can send me an invoice (laughs) i will (laughs) and if you have questions about this if you'd like to learn more this is directly what we teach this framework in journey coaching and um diana who teaches it is an amazing facility and has run this program in uh, corporations all over the world. And so you'd be learning from one of the very best. Yep. Thank you guys. Be well. Be See well. You in class. Thanks for listening to everything life coaching. If you're feeling the draw to become a coach, head to journey.co slash everything to explore a new career that brings fulfillment, gives you a true sense of purpose and a strong community to do it in. We created Journey Coaching to equip you with the tools, training and community you need to attain your goals. Join Journey Coaching and begin your journey towards personal freedom and a transformative state of growth today. That's J-R-N-I dot C slash everything.